This is an IELTS Energy Podcast, episode 974. How Karen Conquered IELTS Like a Warrior. Welcome to the IELTS Energy Podcast from All Ears English, downloaded more than 18 million times with former IELTS examiner Jessica Beck and Aubrey Carter, the IELTS whiz. If you are stuck with a low score, our insider method will help you get the score you need to unlock your dreams. Get your estimated band score now with our two-minute quiz at allearsenglish.com slash my score. Three Keys student Karen joins us today to share the strategies that helped her get a 7.5 on her IELTS speaking exam and a 7 on IELTS writing. Listen in for practical advice that can help you get the seven or higher you need on IELTS. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello, everyone. We have a very special guest. I'm so excited to introduce her, Karen. Well, how about I let you introduce yourself and where you are from? Well, hello, everyone. My name is Karen. I'm from Colombia. And, uh, well, I'm so happy to be here on the show. Nice. Welcome. Oh, the way you say your name is so much prettier than the way I said it, I think. Karen. That's very beautiful. Karen, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so yeah. we are so excited to get your story today. You have an awesome IELTS success story, which is always so exciting. But first, <laughs> give us a little background. Why were you taking the IELTS exam? Well, I have two main reasons why I decided to go for it. First one, professionally speaking, since I'm not an native English speaker, obviously, and um, when anyone in my condition wants to work abroad or wants to apply for any job vacancy abroad, needs to prove, right, <laughs> that you have the skills yes. and language is one of them. So, yes, uh, you can write on your CD, in your profile, that you are an English speaker, but definitely you need to prove somehow that you do. So the IELTS test is something that no one can argue against. So That's a good uh, that point. Was, yeah. Everyone takes it seriously. <laughs> definitely, because I have a proof that I can. <laughs> right. And the second reason is because I want to apply for the Canadian residency. So that's a, longest proce- a longer process, sorry. And one of the main components of it, or requisites, let's say, is the IELTS test. So that's the second reason. Okay. Are you currently working in English? I was recently, but yeah, that's my aim in the near future, of course, to continue working on on an English-speaking environment. So I do need it, definitely. Yes, gotcha. Okay. Can you let us know what, um, what are some of the details about your actual test day experience? Our students are all very curious about that. A lot of things are changing or different because of COVID. So tell us, what was it like on test day? Okay, so I'll start with my speaking test because it happened uh, first. Mm. Before I, I went on 11th, December 11th to my speaking test and the next day was the rest. Okay. So 
I thought I was going to be able to take off my mask because on a podcast, I listened to some other student. I don't know which country was that, but it was a girl and she was able to do it. And I, mm. I thought maybe it's an IELTS rule that you can do it so long as you keep the physical distancing. I thought, okay, I'll be right. But definitely I couldn't. <laughs> that was the first thing I asked. And they said, you have to keep it on. You must wear it at all times and you cannot take it off. So you, you will do great. Don't worry. Trust yourself. And I was a bit afraid because about, I was thinking about the expressions. I am conscious and aware about the importance of expressing yourself, of yes, if you are smiling, intonation. if you are sad, the intonation. Right. And since the um, examiner was a little bit away from me, maybe more, I, I'd say two meters or longer, um, I was a little bit afraid that uh, she, because it was a lady, wouldn't be able to listen to me correctly. But I did my best, you know. I, I, I just spoke up. I, I, I was um, a little bit energetic. I, I followed all Jessica's instructions. <laughs> I was... Um, self-confident and I just used all the techniques I learned despite of the mask I tried to forget about that because I, I couldn't let that distract me from yes. the, what, what what was really important so I and this was in my, Colombia right you took it in, in Colombia gotcha yes. and it's so tricky because every test center is different so even within the same country a test center might decide that students have to wear a mask and others might not so we definitely recommend that you contact the test center before to find out so that you are prepared but I loved that you didn't let it throw you off like you were ready to be flexible you were ready to kind of roll with the punches and you weren't going to let having to wear a mask throw you off and you stepped up and you did great actually I should have you share with us what did you get on the speaking test what were all of your scores ah uh, definitely yes i should but I'll, i i have them here in hand so my listening uh, result was eight okay my reading and writing both of them seven and my speaking test was 7.5 and that awesome. uh, turned out to be an overall score of 7.5 Awesome. Congratulations yes. on such amazing <laughs> scores. I know it probably feels, how do you feel having received the scores you needed and being well on your way to achieving your goals? I've always thought that learning English is an endless journey. Personally speaking, I, I, I think that not because of I got past IELTS, I'll stop my learning process because I am definitely not perfect. <laughs> I'm not native. I'm not 100% fluent so I know there are still some fields I have to work on and and I actually I'm actually uh, for example still working on some uh, advices from pieces of advice from Jessica such as reading the newspaper listening to podcasts so I, I believe that it's something that for any non-native speaker is like a daily duty if you Definitely. want to become fluent at some point in time. Right. And it's so, like yeah. a lifelong journey learning a language because yeah. I love that you said that IELTS isn't the end goal. It is a stepping stone in where yeah. you want to be, right? Yeah, it's definitely. for some people, it's almost um, a roadblock keeping them from where they need to be. But once they're past it, then 
really improving, becoming fluent in this language journey. It's like you said, it's a daily experience. You continue every day getting better. And it's very clear that you have spent a lot of time and are working very hard because you speak very well, very clearly, great vocabulary coming out already. So we can see that you've put in that work. And I think that's going to be exciting for students to see. You know, all it takes is putting in the work and you can get very fluent. You can become native level speaking, which is so exciting. Thank you, Aubrey. You are very kind. You, yes. you made my day. Oh. <laughs> well, that's all it takes. <laughs> it, yes, I'm quite easy with that. Okay, <laughs> so small things. <laughs> some more. Um, let's talk first about speaking. You got an amazing speaking score in spite of having to wear a mask. Yes. So you told us you sort of had to speak up. You yes. were you speaking a little bit louder than you normally do. Yes. And, and vocalizing. Yeah. Yes. I tried. Enunciating even <laughs> exactly. more to make sure you were understood. And how did you overcome that barrier of being able to show still the emotion in what you were saying, even with the face mask on? What do you think? Well, I learned during this pandemic uh, time that you can actually communicate a lot through your eyes. Yes. So I use them as much yes. as I can. <laughs> so, and my hands. And Though I was sitting on a chair, obviously, I tried to use, you know, like moving my body to, to show, to explain what to I meant. To be expressive, yes. And to be expressive, thoroughly. So I, I believe that helped a lot because I actually felt my examiner was quite engaged. Nice. <laughs> so, yes, she was showing like, mm-hmm, like <sighs> I agree with it because <laughs> they can't speak. They can't say nothing, right? Right. But, that day, but she was definitely like, mm-hmm, no, continue, go ahead, mm-hmm, like that. So I, I was like, it's working, it's working. Yes. <laughs> so well, and it's more confident. Yes. It's nice that um, she sort of gave you some of those visual cues that she yes. was understanding, especially where you have the face mask on. You maybe would be a little doubtful that she could even hear you well enough. So I think that's you know, that's great that she's able to let you know, like, okay, I'm understanding, keep going, give you just a little bit of visual confirmation that she's understanding you, right? I think I was that lucky because she was kind. At some point, she stopped looking at me. So if that happens to any of your listeners, please don't get scared. Mm -hmm. You just continue, go ahead, speak as much as you want, as you can, because if you are wearing a mask, maybe she was just trying to to focus, maybe her Mm. ear towards my mouth or I don't know but she was like you know like trying to listen carefully so rather than looking at me she was trying to focus on the on her listening maybe oh yeah that could be interesting yeah well and the examiners have so much they're paying attention to while you're speaking during the speaking exam they're Mm -hmm. listening for vocabulary for Mm -hmm. idiomatic phrases as well as the intonation there's so much they have to track and pay attention to so yeah i can see that being especially difficult for an examiner when a student has a face mask on but that's really good advice don't let it throw you off if they're not even looking at you or they might be looking down at at notes or whatever yeah don't worry about it just exactly. keep going. <laughs> Definitely, you have and the to. more you've practiced, right? Practice in a mirror, just practice speaking out loud without someone giving you those visual confirmations, the better, the better chance you have at not letting you, that throw you off, you know? Yes, you're absolutely right. 
Okay. Let's talk about writing because you were able to get a seven on writing, which so many of our students, that's the goal. And that's often what's really keeping them from getting the scores they need. They'll be stuck at a six or a 6.5. So Mm -hmm. share with us some of the strategies you found once you signed up for three keys that (laughs) helped you improve your writing. Well, I had to memorize literally the templates. Personally, for my learning uh, style, uh, memorizing something or learning something by heart is not something I like, to be honest, to be frank, because I, I, I'm of the opinion that you can find anything you want on the internet, on a book, so you, why do you have to memorize something like that? But right. then I realized, okay, so if, you, if I don't do it, if I refuse to do it, then I might get confused at the time the test comes and it won't work. And I haven't invested all this money and time to just mess it up. (laughs) So I decided to go ahead to memorize them by heart and it worked because when I, when I faced the test, you know what I felt, Aubrey, and it might sound silly, but I felt I was prepared for work. Literally, I was like, I have all my tools, I have all my weapons with me in the good, peaceful sense of the expression, okay? That, right. That I felt that, I was like, I'm ready, put me the, uh, the statement, I will tackle it. But then I felt like, oh my God, this is easier than I thought. Why? Because I studied, I studied hard. And that's what makes you feel more self-confident when you have all the information in your mind, in your head, when you have memorized and worked and do all the exercises, Jessica, even more than what the ones Jessica has recommended, you will be ready. That yes. helps me a lot. Yes. Oh, I love that. Just to, to feel that feeling of knowing I have put yes. in the work, I have studied, yes. and I am ready. I love that yes. metaphor, that visual of going to war. You have I, your I weapons, that. your tools. Yes. It's I mean, so you know, I saw the test and I was like, okay, so give me the test. <laughs> yes, I'm ready. Like, give it to me. <laughs> so that was fun. And I came to my house. I told my family, like, I felt I was going to war, but it wasn't a war. It was more like like a peaceful discussion, like a media argument. <laughs> That's awesome. I love that you mentioned the template sentences and it's true. You just have to commit them to memory because they have high level transition phrases, high level vocabulary that once you have that memorized and write practice essays and use it over and over, then it takes a lot of the guesswork out of it. You have that done for you. You just have to plug in the information from the topic and so much of it, you know, is high level, is perfectly accurate because you've memorized it. And then you can use it for any essay. These template sentences that Karen is talking about, it's templates for how to begin your essay, how to paraphrase a sentence and high level transition phrases to use. And then for your thesis for your essay, how to begin body paragraphs, conclusion sentences that have high level vocabulary and transition phrases that make it so that all you have to worry about is filling body paragraphs with your ideas, supporting Mm -hmm. details and examples, and the other structure of your essay is done for you, right? It's huge to have those template sentences. So you guys, if you don't, if you don't have template sentences that you know are high scoring, do what Karen did, get into three keys (laughs) IELTS, you guys, allearsenglish.com slash keys. So you can get a hold of these template sentences. Okay, Karen. 
Give us a couple more details. Is there anything else about writing or one of the other test sections that you found strategies in Three Keys that really helped give um, our listeners some details? Okay, so I would add that for the writing test, don't be afraid of making up stories. Yes. <laughs> yes. Because, for example, the, the topic I was given was like, you have to write a letter uh, to the principal of a school, whatever, mm. or an institute where you are taking a training or a course, um, a classroom training uh, in the evening time, <laughs> quite specific. Yes. And you have to explain the principal that you are unable to attend uh, mm. and you have to ask him or ask them what you want from them. I was like, Okay. Okay. (laughs) And this is probably a situation you haven't been in before. You have not had to write a letter like that before. (laughs) Never in my life. So I was, okay, let's make up a nice story. (laughs) (laughs) So don't be afraid of doing that. Uh, So long as Jessica said in the training, so long as it's believable, Yes. As long as it makes sense. As long as it's believable. That's such a good point because there will be topics that you, you don't have truthful stories. And on the speaking test as well, there will be questions. You might not have a personal example or story. Do not be afraid to make something up. The examiner does not care if you're telling the truth or not. (laughs) If it's believable, they're just listening for you to use vocabulary, show your fluency. So don't let yourself and say, hmm, no, I don't have anything to say about that. That doesn't work. (laughs) Say something, make something up. (laughs) Yes. And, um, and if you allow me, I will. I would like to add uh, someone uh, something else, and it's yes. regarding the mix essay. The mix yes. essay. It happened to me. Okay. And I felt I got a bit confused because it's when you are given a statement and you are asked whether you agree or disagree. Plus, what are the causes of this situation? Mm. So there you go. There I got my mixed essay. <laughs> I didn't practice much. As much as I did with, for example, the opinion and argument, argument. I did a lot with other, those others, but not with a mixed essay. Maybe maybe internally I was afraid of it. So I just kind of did one. Avoided it. For example, I would, and it happened to me. So please, if it's possible for your listeners to practice more about that type. Yes. And we have been hearing that that IELTS is using more and more mixed essays. If this is a new term for you, just like Karen said, this is where there will be two questions mixing different essays that have been more common in the past. So it might ask you for the advantages of something and the problems associated, right? Or we'll often see it asking for your opinion and possible solutions, two separate things. And so we highly recommend that you just answer each question in a body paragraph. So that first question, if it was asking for the advantages, spend that first body paragraph responding to that, providing an advantage, or if it's plural, advantages too, and supporting details and examples. And then what do you do in the second body paragraph, Karen? Uh, the causes? The yes, exactly, effects. right? Whatever. You answer that second question, whatever it is. It might be the causes and effects like yours was. Mm-hmm. It might just be asking your opinion. So you want to follow the format they give you in the topic. And if there are two questions like that, answer each one in a body paragraph. That's the best yeah. way to fully respond to that task. But you're right. Yeah. Students should be practicing that. Writing example More. essays More with the mixed essay. Definitely. Yes. 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 
And yes, and I, I remember that apart from the resources that the training give us, I found some other useful YouTube channels where you can actually look up for specific vocabulary for to speak about weather, IELTS specific vocabulary to speak about uh, jobs yes. and like that. So, and there, these are, let's say, short lessons where you can learn lots of vocabulary and it, they make you feel more more like prepared to yes. face any possible conversation but but another fun top uh, fun fact about my speaking test i was asked questions that i had never thought about never oh, do you remember any of them that you hadn't thought yes. about yes so share with us listeners if you can think of whether you are happy or not with your life <laughs> oh that's deep they asked if yes. you're happy or not with your life <gasps> Exactly that question. Wow. What did you say? <laughs> so curious. <laughs> yes. Well, I said, to be frank, yes and no. <laughs> nice. And then you explained that, I'm and sure. Then I explained why. Exactly. Because yeah. not everything is perfect. You don't always have what you want and la, 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 la. But <laughs> That's great. Because yeah, you can, your answer can always be yes and no, as long as you just explain why. Why is the answer Yes, and also no. <laughs> Definitely, of course. I, I had to to break that up, and I explained to the examiner what did I mean by that, and awesome. why, what I was grateful for, and what I was wishing for. So, to yes. explain why did I answer that? Yeah. I love that. Yeah, there's a good chance on the speaking test that you will face questions you've never thought about before. You know, <laughs> you just never know. They can ask you anything. So we yes. need those filler phrases. You need something to say while you think of an answer. And don't be afraid. If, if you think both like that, don't be afraid to say, yeah, to be frank, yes and no. Yeah. I'm very happy about these things, yeah, like my that. home and my dog, but there are other things that I would really like to change, <laughs> give some details, and yeah, no answer is wrong as long as you provide interesting details, right? Yeah, exactly. That's what I did. Exactly. Awesome. <laughs> Tell me, when did you first find the Three Keys program? How did you find it? How did you decide to, show, to sign up? Yeah, first I came across the podcast there, but... Um, all ears English. Podcast. Yes. And in that one, there is an ad about the other podcast. Gotcha. And yes. And then I, I heard there will be a free webinar um, session. It happened in the month of, I don't remember, but it was like two or three months ago. Okay. A free webinar session. And there I feel I made that decision because okay. I felt I needed a study plan. That was my first needs, let's say, to be fulfilled. Because as, as, as you said in the webinar, and I, I remember that you said, guys, there is so much in the internet that you can feel overwhelmed. And that was exactly what I was experiencing because it's too much. And, and but you can, you can actually decide where to go first or what to do first. Right. It is overwhelmed. There are billions of results when you search IELTS or learn English. And it's hard to know where to start and a lot of it's conflicting. So you don't know who to trust. Exactly. And the second reason why I decided to join this training was because it offered me practical information, exercises. And I did my research and I, I, I found other providers, let's say, Definitely, <laughs> for the same yes. purpose. And I compared them and I felt the others were giving, me, were giving me or offering me the same thing I already knew. And it was kind of 
theoretical rather than practical. And I actually needed tools. I didn't yes. need to read a book to, start to understand what that IELTS mean. IELTS mean. So that's the second and most important reason because I was needing some study guides and finally my practical information. That's a really good point. I think a lot of that's because Jessica was an examiner for 14 years and passed all that information on to me that it's such a, we're coming at it from such a practical standpoint. We want you to have the strategies you need to succeed on the exam next week. Like when you take it right now, you don't need more theory. You need to be able to put into practice all the strategies you're learning while you write sample essays, while you practice for the speaking exam so that you can get the score that you need next time you take IELTS. You shouldn't have to take it over and over and over, you know? Mm -hmm. Exactly. Well, thank you so yeah. much, Karen, for joining us today. Congratulations on your amazing <laughs> scores. I'm thank so you. excited to see what the future holds for you. It's so nice to get thank to know you. you. And yeah, thank okay. you for joining us today. I'm so glad that you have me on the show. Thank you so much. Yes, thanks. Okay. See you later. See you. Bye. <laughs> Bye. Thanks for listening to IELTS Energy. Hit subscribe now and don't forget to find your estimated band score at allearsenglish.com slash my score.